Come on in. Welcome. Do you want to put the hat on? No. You don't want to put the hat on? I put it on the floor. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Do you like Jesus? Yeah, I like it's my thumb at Christmas. You suck your thumb at Christmas? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my phone's going off, I'm sorry. <laughs> What really? do you want to be when you grow up? Four. <laughs> um, so when was Jesus born? Um, 1426. 1426? <laughs> um, on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve? BC? No, what was the one before BC? Two thousand years ago. What is Christmas all about, Sam? Uh, I think it's all about giving rather than receiving. Um, so Christmas for me, it's about sharing um, stuff with people and spending time together with them. Uh, waffles. Waffles. Jesus' birthday. Yeah. What, do you, what would you have on your Christmas dinner plate? Turkey or chicken, Brussels sprouts, just everything. Brussels sprouts? Um, pigs and blankets. Pasta, cream and cheese. Pasta and cheese. A Christmas and dinner. sweet corn. I just like, you get the chicken and more rice and more chicken. And then sometimes you get a bit of, my mum chucks a bit of, you know, some spicy chicken. Spicy chicken. But I love broccoli with gravy. You love broccoli and gravy? Roast chicken. Um, leg of lamb and turkey. Waffles Christmas dinner. Right, if you could have one thing for Christmas, what would it be? Oof. That's a hard choice. One thing. <laughs> one thing. Not two. No, just one. A bike. A bike? What colour bike? A rainbow one. Um, be a tablet. Probably a pet dog. Oh, okay, okay. You want Santa? Yeah. Probably an iPad Pro. Um, well, I'm asking for a new phone. Popcorn! Popcorn! Um, a MacBook Air. Uh, what does Christmas mean to you? Well, it means getting together as a family and enjoying each other, opening their gifts, uh, family, friends, presents. It means a lot because it's just like you get to spend time with family and you get to celebrate Jesus' birth at the same time and enjoy like presents and stuff. And buttons. Buttons. And Santa. Yeah. Buttons and Santa. About happiness. Happiness. That's a lovely, lovely thing to say. So it means I can spend more time with my family. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Good answer. Um, giving and receiving, and uh, remembering Jesus and that he was born and he's our saviour.
Once upon a time, a very long time ago, a girl called Mary was visited by an angel. The angel told her that she was going to have a very special baby and that she was to call this baby Jesus. This baby would change the world forever. Mary was shocked. Sorry, Mary was really shocked. Soon after, Mary got married to a man called Joseph. Everything was perfect. But then the word reached Mary and Joseph, an order from the Roman emperor. Hear ye, hear ye, by order of the Roman Empire, everyone must return to the town of their ancestors to be counted. No exceptions. As a result, a pregnant Mary, <laughs> sorry, a heavily pregnant Mary, and Joseph had to make the very long journey to the town of Bethlehem. Eventually, they arrived in Bethlehem, tired, sweaty, and ready for bed. They began to search for a place to stay. They went to all the hotels, inns, and bed and breakfasts they could find, but nowhere good had any spaces left. <laughs> Poor Mary was so tired from her journey. Eventually, they came across a stable for them to stay in. It wasn't much, it was smelly, the animals were noisy, and there was poo on the floor. But Mary and Joseph didn't care. They were just glad to find somewhere that they could rest. And there, in that tiny little stable, on that quiet little night in Bethlehem, Mary gave birth to a boy, and they called him Jesus, just as the angel had told them. They wrapped him up in strips of cloth and placed him in a manger. At that time, there were some shepherds up on the hills outside Bethlehem. Whilst busy looking after their sheep, they noticed a bright light in the night sky, bigger and brighter than they had ever seen before. At first, they were scared, but then an angel appeared, saying, Don't be afraid. We come with great news for you and all mankind. A baby has been born, a baby like none other, one that will change the world forever. This baby is God himself. As quickly as the angels had appeared, they were gone. <laughs> the shepherds were amazed. We must go and see baby, they said to themselves. So off they went to Bethlehem, taking with them two of their favorite sheep. They searched and they searched, and the sheep bleated and bleated. The sheep bleated and bleated. Very good. When they eventually found the stable and gazed upon the baby Jesus, they were filled with joy and fell to their knees in worship. Far away in the east, wise men who studied the stars noticed a bright new light in the sky. They knew that when a new star appeared, it meant that a great new ruler had been born. We must go and meet this newborn king, they said to one another. And so they set out wherever the star led them. The bright new star led them to the stable in Bethlehem, where they found Jesus. They knelt down beside the manger and worshipped Jesus, gave him precious gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And as they knelt there, in the hay and the mud, they all knew that they were witnessing something truly amazing. This wasn't just a baby. This wasn't just a king. 
This was God, only with 10 little fingers and 10 little toes. This changes everything. Our story stops here, but this was not the end. This was only the start of the story of the greatest treasure ever given to mankind. Great nativity. I absolutely loved it. Um, and well done, the sheep. I think you did a really good job. All right, yeah, so like Becca said, my name is Anna, and I'm part of the kids' team here at Trent, and I oversee the noughts to fives, which basically means I get to hang out with all these amazing kids every week, whether it's in big, whether it's in mini big, or the groups. And I absolutely love it. It is so much fun. So if you've been around at some of the services so far this Christmas, you'll know that it's been all about treasure. Josh talked about treasure in Big, and we've been talking about treasure here in Big Church. And it got me thinking about what I remembered and what I treasured and enjoyed about Christmas. My mind did wander to presents initially. Then I felt bad because straight away I couldn't even remember what I got for Christmas last year, let alone a few years ago. But I do remember when I was younger, we used to go to church on Christmas Day, and I loved it. We would get dressed up smart in our Christmas clothes, probably wore red, keeping the theme today, um, and we would go to church. But the part I love the most about the church service is the part where the children got invited up to stage, and they could talk about the present, one present that they got for Christmas, and why they liked it so much. And I would sit in my seat and I would wriggle and be so excited for the moment when I could go up. And again, I couldn't tell you what the actual present was, but it was the experience of sharing that I remembered so much and enjoyed. And the reason we're here today is to recognize the fact that in how, how many sleeps till Christmas? Two? Two. In two sleeps time, we are going to give and get some great things but nothing comes close to the gift that God gives us at Christmas, Jesus. And we say Emmanuel, which means God with us, and we will never forget that. We know that Jesus is the real treasure of Christmas. He's the greatest gift. It was there in the stable with the donkeys and the cows and the chickens. Well, actually, did we have chickens? Actually, I didn't see it. Okay, maybe not chickens, like, just like we've seen tonight this morning. God gave the world his wonderful gift. It was the baby that would change the world, God's baby son. And the amazing thing is, when we come to know Jesus, we receive this amazing gift. But the gift is so good, we need to share it. And even with that same excitement that I couldn't wait to share about my gift as a child. So imagine for a minute that I have a special little treasure chest and that I keep my treats in. You, could ha you probably have a treasure chest as well. Um, and you could think, well, what's in your treasure box? And we've got two options. The first option is I know what's in my treasure chest is really good. And actually, I could just go off and enjoy it by myself. But how about if I invited some people to join in with me? How much better would that be? It'd be so much more fun to share our treasure because God didn't give us this amazing gift for it to keep it to ourselves. The idea is that we share it as much as we can. 
And I was thinking maybe all the things that probably you guys have been doing in the run-up to Christmas. I'm sure lots of you have been busy writing cards, or you've been making cookies, or making chocolates, and you've been handing them out to your neighbours. Sure, some of you have visited maybe someone that's poorly in hospital, or making that extra long journey to see family who live further away that you don't see as often. Some of you may have invited people to church over the Christmas period, even to the carol service. And these are all ways of showing that Jesus is your treasure. And it's for all of us, whether you're 66 or whether you're three or four or five, no matter what age, we are in this together this Christmas. And it's to remember that Jesus is our greatest treasure. And let's not hold on to it, but let's take that amazing treasure and share it with everyone around us. Have an amazing Christmas. And I hope you just enjoy in two sleeps time, just enjoy that time together. And remember that Jesus is the greatest treasure this Christmas. Enjoy. Enjoy.